The Ryback Show starts now. Welcome to The Ryback Show, Wednesday Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Thank you for joining me, everybody. Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. Ryback TV on YouTube, Ryback Rules on Twitch, and Ryback on Twitter. And everybody joining us late or just watching, listening on any podcast platform after this live show. Thank you guys for joining as well. Wishing a happy, happy Wednesday, Wednesday evening, wherever you guys are listening from this podcast. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, premium supplement sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No artificial sweeteners or colors. Vegan-friendly, gluten-free, feedmemore.com. Men, women, anyone can use these supplements. The absolute best in supplementation. Sign up for my email and text message uh, messages one a week, guys. No spam on those. You can also save 25% for signing up for each one of those on your next two orders. We have a spin and win wheel where you can save anywhere from 25, 30, or 35% or win free prizes with your orders, guys. So check all of that out. A lot of ways to save. Hooking you up on feedmemore.com. Also available on Amazon. What do we got going on today, guys? Big guy's a little tired. I got up. I, I actually woke up at three. I woke up at three something. And uh, I've been getting up earlier and earlier, but I, I did go back to bed. I was wide awake and I debated. I didn't get a, a lot of sleep the night before. And I go, I should probably sleep a uh, a little bit and try to get closer to eight hours. I would, I've been going to bed earlier. And I'm finding, like, it's I'll pop my GTS even earlier, and I'm just out. And uh, I get up again. I just It makes better use of the hours that I have. Um, but I've noticed the last few days I've gotten tired earlier in the day. And it's clearly just because I think just going hard and uh, – also getting up so damn early, but I always get up early, but this is, this is extra special early. So everything uh, is going great. A lot of really cool things, feeling good. Had a great workout today. Shoulder is uh, progressing. I got to do a lot more scar tissue after this. I did. I just got done, did it before the workout, after the workout, had my uh, ISO hungry caramel cookie plant powered protein shake with a scoop of a uh, natural organic peanut butter. It's my go-to with some ice and water in the blender. It's the preferred way for me. I, I love it; just tastes out of this world to me. And I love I love having that extra little scoop of peanut butter in there with it, as well. Get a little extra uh, fat, a little extra protein, and uh, with all ninety-six grams of protein in the whole shake that I that I consume. So keeping those vegan gains strong between 300, 300. It's about 300, 325 grams of protein right now per day. So we're going strong, feeling great, and uh, got a feeding time, got a new feeding time coming for you guys. I believe that will drop Friday at 9 a.m. I will actually, I got to send that over uh, to the team in a little bit. Also tonight, I'll do that upstairs in the office before I go to bed and uh, retire into the Casa de la Big Guy is King's Castle, King Castle Bedroom. <laughs> good to see everyone i thank everybody uh tiktok instagram joining me live we'll try to get to some questions uh as well uh, on some of those there yes there there are select feed me more nutrition advertisements that are for me because i use them morning to night and it is my brand and it is growing 
greatly. So I will, uh, I will always promote that. And that's why I don't do a lot of other promotions with other things. Cause I'd rather promote my business, uh, that I know I could believe that I believe in it and trust. So. Jose, I would definitely check out the joint, the one, two, three muscle joint tendon and, uh, and at least and, and try it for a couple months. There's no way to guarantee. It's just, I, I don't think there's another supplement anywhere close to it that offers, that offer, offers what it does as far as pain relief and arthritis and, and tendon strength and, um, and muscle inflammation. I just don't think there's anything that comes close to that. Tad, how have you been? I've been good. Thank you very much. Good to see everyone. We know we got a AEW Dynamite. I don't know if Dynamite is Dynamite on. I've tried to watch Dynamite the last five weeks, and it has not been on on the normal 8 p.m. Las Vegas time that it always comes on. I know they had the the something going on with the hockey, and I thought it was supposed to be over. And I don't know if they moved the show to 5 p.m where it would be live 8, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern and then 5 p.m. Pacific. But it always was just on a tape delay on 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific. So I got to check. I'm literally, it's been like five weeks, and uh, I, I did it again last week, and I, hockey was on. I go, of course. So definitely that has to hurt that programming to some degree where it's not consistently being on the same time slot um, in every state and the uh, and I don't know how they how they figure out the ratings on all those, but I you know I know there was some things going on, but they're getting bounced around a bit. So hopefully it's back on track. Ruben, I think you will really like the Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner, my man. Uh, it stacks very well with the two sweet blood sugar support as well. Um, but as a standalone product, you're not going to find a better fat burner. You're not. I've got a decaf coffee here. Boy, it would be nice. I should have made a regular coffee, put a little extra pep in my step, but I, I keep my caffeine at capped off at a certain point with one coffee, with one Starbucks per day, and uh, one uh, serving of the Wake Up Unlimited Energy first thing in the morning. <laughs> That's a good question. When I look at the questions... Why do I look constipated? Because the way the lighting is, I got these really bright studio lights in here and the way that they somehow reflect off this screen, all of them in the, the writing where I got to just kind of zoom in a little bit. It, it helps with all of that. I can read them from afar, but the light, and they're high too. And it's just, it kind of just helps. And that's what I... Uh, what did I think of Braun Strowman? I always got along well with Braun Strowman. We wrestled quite a bit when he was part of the Wyatt family. Crazy to think that the Wyatt family is not in WWE anymore, right? It's crazy that somebody from there messaged me that not a wrestler, a, a backstage person, and they'd got released during all the COVID stuff, and they'd been there for quite a while. 
and uh, they were just talking about how happy they were not to be in that environment, even though they missed the the wrestlers and some of the people and whatnot. But uh, he just said, it was it's crazy how much things changed from just when I was there to to being gone. There's been so many changes in that period. And, you know, it's been over five and a half years. It's, that's a long time, right? Yeah, f- five years in August was when the contract expired. And I left in January, February, March, April. I left in May. I walked out. So over five and a half years, a lot has changed. Uh, Apex, the original, they did not release um, me. I walked out. I don't know if some of you have trouble understanding that. It, it couldn't be any clearer. It's I've been very transparent in all of it. And if you, I don't know if you read Dirt Sheets, brother, or what it is, but I didn't. I didn't get released. I walked out. I, I made a decision to get up and pack my bags and leave, and said "f you," and I left. And I let my contract expire. I walked out on a multi-million-dollar contract. If I got fired, I would tell you I got fired. You know, when I did get fired, I got fired. Got fired out of developmental. And I've never once tried to hide that or any. They fired me in developmental many years ago. I have no shame for that whatsoever. Happened. It was one of the best things that ever happened to me. I didn't get fired. I walked out. I literally released them. And I don't know why it's so difficult for some of you to understand that. But I will continue to tell the truth. And like I have from day one on everything. If you want to go believe some guy that's half retarded writing for dirt sheets, if not full blown, right? No, let's not give him that much credit because full-blown, he'd be a sweetheart, half half retarded, that writes a bunch of bullshit and lies that's getting fed all this shit and they're just doing it for clicks. Or are you going to believe the fucking guy telling you the truth that actually lived it and did it his whole life? Choice is yours. So don't feel sorry for me. It gets annoying when I see them. Oh, man, they should never have released you. Oh, man, you should maybe stop reading dirt sheets because you look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Thank you. God's Warrior with the super chat. What's your worst wrestling injury? That would, uh, the ankle injury was very extreme. The back injury um, with the disc that was connected to the ankle injury uh, with the 19 stem cells total that in that in my shoulder. Um, and then my, my right shoulder, my right shoulder has taken the longest um, that needed to be replaced. Uh, and that's mainly now just scar tissue, breaking free areas that have been glued down um, that are holding that were kind of uh, messing up the mechanics of the shoulder with the scapula and then the humeral head of the shoulder, like just uh, things are trying to compensate because that scapula is not completely free yet, but we're, we're, we're getting there. We're almost there. So, and the back though, I would say the, well, the ankle was, was, was extremely bad. And that, that perineal nerve ran into my back that caused the disc in my back, um, back to degenerate rapidly um, from that ankle injury. So that ankle injury was probably the most significant in the amount of damage that it did. Um, and from that botched surgery with it, that, that was why my back went bad so quick, which with through stem cells, my back's a hundred percent now as if nothing ever happened, it, it, which is crazy to me. Uh, and I feel so good in my shoulder. I'm not in pain. I have no pain in my shoulder outside of when I'm just breaking up the scar tissue to push it to new um, We're essentially trying to get it to rotate uh fully externally that's stuck in certain areas still and that ball is is getting deep in there and i got to do it and i it's it's pretty it's pretty intense you know there was a period when it was at its worst where i was drinking a bottle of red wine a night uh and one for relaxation but what i would do is 
I would usually for easily over an hour before bed would be with, with that nice little wine buzz would be able to push my shoulder past the regular comfort zone um, because the the pain because the alcohol would would help and to for whatever reason for allow me to kind of deal with the pain a little better um, and be a little more aggressive with it and then once I got it to a good point and then I then I knocked that shit off which it wasn't anything bad doing it with a bunch of water sleep great on it a lot of health benefits I talk about it routinely doing that now it's just once a week but I make sure when I do it the once a week. I go hard on that shoulder ever right after because it's it's very very beneficial. But those three are all all kind of equal though, and and how severe that they were. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. As always, super chats are greatly appreciated and pulled up on the screen. How many meals do I deal uh, do per day? I do three four meals total. One of those is my ISO hungry protein shake. Thank you very much for joining us, Darren Rowe. I heard about the new Spider-Man, and you know what? I've seen a lot of them. I don't know if I've seen the latest one. one la- I don't know if I've seen the last two. I was always a big fan of the original. When I say the original, was with, with I mean by Tobey Maguire. That's when I was, like, out of in, maybe in college. I'm almost positive I was in college. Because I remember seeing it and then walking uh, my dogs, which my dad's dogs, out by his neighborhood back where he lives up not far from me in this desert before the, all this stuff was built where I'm at now. And I remember walking the dogs and seeing that movie and uh, that memory sticks. And then I, I'd seen a couple of the ones after it. But I will, you know, that would be one. I haven't been to the theaters in so long. Um, I, I would, I would wouldn't mind going and watching that in the theater. That's a movie I would, I would, I would enjoy. Now the big, the big problem is, is now that I'm vegan, my go-to when I go to the movie theaters was always a big extra large thing, tub of popcorn with uh, extra butter and then nachos with jalapenos. And then I would bring in like my Zevia sodas. So I can't do that now. I could bring the Zevias. But I got, I got it. They don't have vegan butter at the pop at the, at the at the place, you know. And I could say, okay, well, I'm not eating meat. I, I can. It, it's gonna. It, that'd be like eating like a vegetarian. Is that horrible for one particular thing? Not. No, it's not the end of the world. Especially because I don't haven't gone in so long. Maybe that'll be something I I I, I contemplate. But I also don't want to do that either because I feel so good not with that stuff. So, and it'll probably make me sick after not having it for so long, quite frankly. Real, real, real pickle I'm in with that. Zevias are the best, man. Absolutely love Zevias. When you face Sin Cara, is it annoying? I don't know. Sin Cara was a great wrestler. I only wrestled uh, Hunico Sin Cara. I love that guy, man. He's awesome. Definitely a Rocky fan. I actually just saw the thing. There was a, a little little thing on TikTok. Man, TikTok has some real gems on there. It was uh, the the true story of of uh, Tommy Morrison, who was in in the Rocky. Was it Rocky Five, Rocky Four, Ro- Rocky Five? It was Rocky? I think it was Rocky Five. Um, but yeah, man, it, what a what a crazy lifestyle that guy had. 
And I saw his, like, he looked the way he looked before he passed, man. He was a young guy, only 44, 45, and he wasn't even recognizable towards the end. We've got another super chat here. Did you ever get itchy from the beta alanine in your pre-workout? No, I've never, you know, I want to say when I first originally started taking beta alanine and by like, like back when like my early 20s, then I might have got it a little bit. Um, but ever since I can't recall ever, but it was never like significant where I've seen other people take it and they get they get pretty itchy. I just think it hits everyone different. But at the same time, I do think that you you will adjust to it also. But it's one of those deals that if you don't like the reaction you're having to beta alanine, like where it's really, really bothersome. And, and it might only be, if it's only a few minutes, I'd be like, well, it's well worth the benefit of, of its aerobic and anaerobic uh, increases um, while working out. You know, but if it's something that's just like, it, it, for whatever reason, it, it, it's detrimental to you where you really hate it, then I wouldn't take it. Not much, not much happening in big guy's world today. Just uh, a lot of, a lot of cool things going on. We're um, uh, just really excited for some things we got coming up here and uh, going to really be um, putting uh, a significant boost uh, into Feed Me More Nutrition uh, as we shift into, we're going to get through the holidays, which expecting record numbers for the holidays with the way everything is going. And then um, really, really shifting into making this even bigger going into 2022 um, as I get ready to to hopefully be able to get back to pro wrestling at, at a high level, an elite level, and, uh, and and see if I could really, really push this to to what I know it's going to be, but even even sooner, even sooner. And um, I'm in a really, really good position right now with everything. So it's just it, – it, it's been – you guys have seen from day one of, of it was me having a warehouse here with my office upstairs with shelves. Um, and I would, I would load my truck up back when I had my truck um, with all the supplements every few days, I would have to load, I would have to carry boxes in with my back and shoulder bag. And then with Sophie was, was all her, I had to have her in her cage and it was running back and forth throughout the day, doing my stuff to stay in shape still trying to do as much stuff for my back and shoulder, do all the uh, feed me more nutrition, customer service, do all the orders, package all the orders, schedule pickups. Before I knew you could schedule pickups with USPS, I used to drive them to the post office every day and have to carry all the orders in. And then as it got busier and busier, I was uh, I was very, very overwhelmed in, in a good way, not a bad way. And uh, it was time to get fulfillment and have people, but I wanted to learn the ins and outs of business. Um, and now, and I have a respect for that because I never did it, uh, where essentially it was me starting this from scratch and, and from nothing. And it kept me busy because I went from being a big TV star wrestler to walking away and completely disappearing. And it kept me very busy where that's why I don't have like the bad habits is, far as like the drinking and, and the drugs and and then I, I, I'm beyond that anyways not that I would if I didn't have that but it was a way for me to stay focused and keep myself in check and grow outside of pro wrestling because at the time even though I've always been very positive and optimistic 
I didn't know for certain that I wasn't going to, if I was going to be able to wrestle again. So I had to make sure that I made some good decisions and that I didn't sit back and get complacent and burn my cash and that I had income coming in. And, and again, the first couple of years leaving with, with the independence, I made more than anyone probably for, for the two and a half years that I did them. I would, I would, I would put my, my, my pay up against anyone on the independence for those years uh, on what I did on that and, and very blessed and grateful for that. But then when Sophie had her disc injuries and I had to stop doing all appearances up until just last couple months here that like, I didn't do anything for three years. You know, I had to make sure I had cash coming in and really had to learn business marketing sales and, uh, and just and everything that I do, the YouTube, you know, with the feeding time. And, and that is adjusted to where now everything is really, really in line for the rest of my life. And not to say other things won't change or adjust, you know, as my schedule changes and adjust a little bit, but I've got a very good infrastructure um, to sustain um, a very great life for the rest of my life. Um, as long as I continue to put in the work uh, and take care of my customers, continue to help people uh, and those people continue to help me. So, and now, and then hopefully, and I'm in such a good place now, mentally, physically, go back and do what I love uh, with pro wrestling at, at the highest level where I've not lost a step. I've not aged. I've not, I'm healthier than I was. It's just a matter. I got to get that shoulder just so there's no hiccups. It's not a, you know, I'm not coming back for a, for a one-time pop. If I come back, I'm coming back to, uh, to be, to be a player um, at the highest level, because that is, that is my mindset and my brand. So. We've got people uh, reciting John Cena's uh, lyrics. The time is up. The time is now. You can't see me. The time is now. Very good. I'm very proud of you for texting that all out. I'm sure John is also very proud of you. All right. We got a good question here. You know, you guys know me very well. Who would win? A Yokozuna-sized Paul Heyman uh, with the skill of John Cena or a main event Ryback? I, I go with main event Ryback all day long. Main event Ryback, ruthless killer, ruthless killer. And anytime you're you're you have Paul Heyman involved, it drastically reduces the threat on that. Even though you're giving him John Cena's skill, and you're giving him a, a, a giant, even a, a bigger body than usual, you still got those Paul Heyman genetics in there. And main event Ryback, you main event Ryback tore through Paul Heyman at Madison Square Garden as well with a very successful shell shock might I add there we've got another super chat Timmy G thank you very much what is your take on cinematic wrestling matches like Taker and Styles I loved it absolutely love it um should it be more of a common thing or kept as a circumstantial thing uh, I'm okay with it being a circumstantial thing I I you know and then I enjoyed and I enjoyed it and I thought it was very fitting um, especially considering Undertaker, where he was at that stage of his career before retiring. I do think with pro wrestling, we're at a point where, you know, like I just saw NXT ratings were the lowest they've ever been, right? The with that, And I've watched some of NXT 2.0. I don't think it's ever a good thing to call your brand 2.0, especially if I, I, I don't understand it um, because – 
I, I just, you, somebody tuning in and, and they've never seen and they go NXT 2.0, what was wrong with the first one? If they even, even asked that, but like, it's, I think you're telling the audience, if you go to a 2.0, I, I, that like, it's like, it is a rebranding in which they did. And, you know, I'm not, I don't understand everything like the colors. It is like, it it is, is it, it's different than what it was, but it's such an extreme difference. And it, but it's back to being more of like a developmental on TV where people are trying to find themselves and try characters. And I think Steiner is going to be a highlight that, that comes from there after, when he's ready to go to the main roster uh, at whatever point that is. I hope he stays down there for a while though. And really uh, and just continues to develop because he's, he's so early on, but he's doing absolutely amazing. I like him a lot and he's a legit, legit powerhouse with great genetics and, and coming from the family being Rick Steiner's son. He's uh, you know, in his football background, I think he, again, if he is, if he is, as long as he's given good opportunities and they don't, um, use him in, in any way, uh, uh, in a poor way due to whatever relationship Vince has with Scott or Rick or whatever. And we'll have to see how that, all that plays out because they, they've done it with a lot of other third generation wrestlers and second generation wrestlers and whatnot. So, but the cinematic matches, uh, I'm okay with them being every once in a while, but where I was getting at with all of this is wrestling ratings are, 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 are down in general. Um, and, and I, I do think it's from a lack of making big stars and new big stars and uh, larger than life characters and allowing them opportunities, uh, along with consistent booking to make new stars. It's okay to have people beat the other people. And, and it's like, you don't always have to give it back. And you, you got you to gotta invest in individual talents all the way, um, where I think there's been some I know, I know for a fact there has, and I've experienced it at the highest level. Where it's that if you don't do that, that you you lose you lose viewers, and in the ones you do have, <clears throat> I don't know. But I, I look at wrestling and I go, people have seen now so much in pro wrestling, right? How does it how does it evolve and change? I don't think it evolves and changes where you like where you try to convince them that it's real. It's physical acting. I think you got to really, you got to, I think what pro wrestling needs to do is it needs to cast the right people in the right positions. Does that make sense? I think a big reason why it's in the, the position that it's in is they have cast characters in, in people into roles that they should not have been in to ever begin with. And I think, and, and I know wrestling pretty well, I would take that to the grave with me. I would, I would hold on to that and say that is a big, big reason that that is why wrestling is in the position that it is in. And that's coming from experience and seeing it, that if the right people were put in the right roles, it would it, be no reason why it, it still can't, couldn't be drawing much better ratings. And now with that, you still have to, have the storylines and whatnot, but, but a big thing is, is believability and the illusion of a real fight. Um, and people want to watch their favorite wrestlers and stars 
and be able to believe in them in all aspects of life. And they use that as motivation in their life. And if you disrupt that connection in any way, which I've had that happen to me where I had a very, very strong following when everything was hot, right? With a lot of kids and, and dads, like family, like older people, but a lot of kids. And where that if you don't let that connection stick and then you turn it and then you say, no, you're going to be a bully now. We're going to really, we're going to really hurt those kids. Like, you see what I mean? Like they, they do things and they've done that in a lot of different ways with a lot of people. You've got to like, and I know them speaking from experience of when I watched when I was a kid and who I looked at for motivation. And if they would have done things where my guys that I was watching just all of a sudden were gone or I, they, they were just, things didn't make sense regularly. Like they would look really, really good and then lose big matches with no explanation. And then everything would go right back to normal. There'd be disconnections in my connection with them. And, and so that's, a lot of that stuff has to be fixed. And a lot of, and I don't know if they've got the right people in those meetings, specifically in WWE or in AEW, I don't know, you know, talking about that and going to bat and like, look, we got to go all in on some people here. Like we need to go all in. And if we're wrong, we're wrong, but let's go all in. Let's not go 50, 50. Let's go all in on some people and make some big stars. Hey, is there a chance that in five years they walk out and go do movies? Yeah, but at least we made a big star, right? You got to take those chances. And I feel like wrestling is afraid to take those chances, but I promise you guys won't leave. If you treat them good, man, they won't. Thank you very much, buddy. It must be a, I have been so awesome knowing you're the most over thing at the moment. Most guys never get that feeling. I've been very blessed and I've been in the ring. And again, with, with some of the top guys every night in, in, yeah, in, in that position and, and for the better part of a year, red hot. Um, and that's why you don't lose that confidence once you do it and experience it. And it was nothing on my end on why that didn't stay. We delivered on all aspects of it. So it was just simply role changes as a physical actor. Timing was absolutely horrible with all of it, but that's why I have the confidence because I already know. And that's why I'll never let anybody ever tell me any different or anything. And then I just, I, I've played that role successfully. So I know I could play that role successfully at any point in time. And I played every role ever asked successfully. So, and that was, that was definitely man with arena shaking. And that was, that was a really cool experience. And you're right. 99.9% .9 of wrestlers will never know what that is like. I have been blessed to know what that is like. And I would like to experience that, experience that again. Let's see what else. Super chat here, Rocky zero one five four two. Thank you for the super chat. Which match of yours are you the most proud of? I'm going to say uh, my final match with Kalisto. Just for the sake of uh, I everything. In, in that in the WrestleMania match, uh, with all the backstage stuff with the contract and them wanting me to sign over all my trademarks and being taken out of a from a, a heavyweight title promise from Vince to, to then in their eyes downgraded to the U S title and then 
switched from winning to losing and then switched from being on the main card to the pre-show because I wouldn't sign the contract staying professional and because uh, I, lo- I love Kalisto and I think he's amazing in going out there and not treating that match any different and giving everything I had as I've always done and being a professional uh, wrestler because that is all, no matter what, you could disagree with things and and there could be whatever, but as long as you were professional and, and, and professional in your doings and, and how you treat people uh, as far as the talent you're working with and, and going out there and delivering and not like mailing it in or anything, and I would say that because I knew I was not, I knew I was done. And I didn't know what day at specifically, but I, I had a, a very strong, that last payback pay-per-view, I was at like, at any day, this is done. And then the next day was when it was done. But so I'm very proud of that because we went out there and also saved him at a spot that was, that was pretty dangerous on that. Um, and, and he would have done the same for me had I, had I, gone for that move or whatever other move there would have been where, you know, granted he might've been squashed on it, squished, but uh, yeah, that one was a lot of fun. Thank you very much, Joe. He said he saw my entrance live in St. Louis. Was it, uh, I saw you live at, no, Joe Lewis in Detroit. Yes, yes, yes. I know that arena very well. Saw you live at Joe Lewis from Detroit multiple times. Your entrance is my favorite. It was like watching a real-life Terminator. Thank you very much, man. That was, I love Terminator, as you know. So those entrances and with everything, I have a very good idea of what I want when I come back. And uh, I'm very big on the feel. And, and in all fairness, at WWE, they, the, my theme song with the meat on the table was, I, I thought it was, it was such a great theme song. And the energy and the arenas with it and, it always, no matter how I was being booked, that entrance hit and people would, would make noise. So uh, I'm, I was very blessed to have gotten a good theme song. But I also was very, I would have been very instrumental had I not liked my theme song. Because I know how important it is to getting over. And uh, they luckily just nailed it after we had one for a few weeks that I didn't hate. And then they they beefed it up, and I'll never. Hunter like told me he goes, "Hey, we want you to listen to this. We we beefed up your theme song," and I heard it. I go, "Yeah, <laughs> no, I have I have no objections to this theme song. We're 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 gonna play ball now." So, uh, sup, big guy? How do you feel about Tony Khan's comments about foreseeing? a difficult landscape for unvaccinated talent since most of the AEW roster is vaccinated. I know that's where you want to be. Uh, I'm not sure if the majority of their roster is vaccinated. I've, I've, I don't know the, uh, the numbers on that. I'd saw a thing where they said they had a lot of talent that were not vaccinated. So I think that, I don't know if you've altered that comment a little bit to, but I'm not there right now. And I'm not, I'm not too worried. The uh, I know with WWE, you see, the problem is, is, is there's overwhelming evidence that this stuff causes heart problems. Athletes are dropping dead. Kids are dropping dead. There, there have been over 2 million adverse reactions overall, including the deaths and, and, and other things that have happened with this, right? Uh, it, it makes zero sense for a healthy person to go get that vaccine with, with, with these numbers, with that. Now, for businesses that are doing international travel and whatnot, 
and they go and you know they're not accountable the 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 vaccine companies aren't accountable you know and there's no long-term studies with this and there's people and there's who knows in a year from now the where everyone's going to be i'm not going to i i'm not doing anything that i feel will put me at jeopardy or my health in jeopardy health is my number one priority in life that overtakes all other things so you know i'm not i'm not worried about that you know, and I think, and I think it's really, as far as countries that are like, that are, I, I wouldn't want to wrestle in a country that is forcing a vaccine mandate. I don't care if I go to that country ever again, whatever country that is. So I don't think, and I think any, you can, with a talent and that, that draws and, and makes money, if they only wrestle in the United States, I think that's more than fine. So. But I, I think they've got a, a pretty good amount of people that are not, though, right? And I think we're, we're still, I think things are going to, I don't think things are going to, I think the government, and I don't know, I can't speak for other countries, but I think things, we're going to see a lot more things happening where I don't see those mandates and everything's being, you're not taking that freedom away from people. You're not taking it away from me. I'm more than fine and all right. I don't care if I got to go do indie matches. I'll go main event indie matches and get the footage and put it on Ryback TV until the thing passes. I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to go. I want to go back to TV because I, I miss everyone. I think it'd be really cool, and but I don't need to. And so and that's a really cool position to be in because I don't got to make stupid decisions for myself. Well, okay, I'll go get that. And then three months, I dropped out of a heart attack. Who's, you know, then what? Was it worth it? No. So, but I don't, I don't, I believe there's a, 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 I believe I don't, I don't have the official numbers, but I saw where they had a lot of people that were not vaccinated as well as a lot that were with that. So. But I, I saw something from Tony and I saw he, I don't remember him making it see, he was, he was talking about, uh, potentially being problems with certain talent with that. But it, my thing is, as long as you got enough talent that that is and where you can go to book a show, there shouldn't be any issues with that. Taking a look, what other questions? Joe, yeah, you want to typically try to take the too sweet uh, prior to your meals, but as long as I mean, consume it within, I would say, a 30-minute window, you, you get past that, it's going to be more effective taken prior uh, to your meal or meals throughout the day. I like to take it twice before my morning and afternoon or late afternoon carb meal, but it's, yeah, man, as long as I've done that before where, I, oh, I forgot and it's like 10, 15 minutes, but It'd say within a 30 minute window. Thank you very much, Kaner23. Very nice comment. I've wrestled Big E many, many times. Uh, I've never had Game Destroyer. I don't know. How do I keep my kidneys healthy? Well, I've always consumed a higher amount of protein. And I think being vegan too, the switching, uh, it's just completely different on your body 
in general than, than consuming animal protein. Um, but every test I've had done, I've never had any kidney issues with that. You know, it could be a genetic thing. And if it is on your end, you know, I'm sorry with that, but you got to do what you got to do to stay healthy. And if it means not consuming as high, high as protein as you maybe want to, you know, that's what you got to do to be your best with that. Taking a look here at the comments. Sinkara Hunico is very was was stronger than the other one. WWE was not overwhelming um, from a performance standpoint. I would say the travel uh, was pretty ex- excruciating, um, but nothing that I couldn't handle. I did it for many years. Just uh, I would prefer to never and would never do that again. Just because from a mental health, physical health, it's it just destroys you. And then we've seen we've seen all the people it's destroyed, which I'm very happy for the WWE guys that they're not doing that schedule the, the way that it was. Uh, I go back and forth. Uh, we have for the wake up unlimited energy, the pre workout energy drink. We have pink lemonade, mango candy, and green apple. Pink lemonade's uh, out of stock currently on reorder. Hoping to have that in in the next month, uh, hopefully before Christmas if everything goes well. And uh, but mango candy and green apple, I, I got both of them here, and I go back and forth. Uh, and when I when I have them all here, I, I have all three flavors. I had pink lemonade. I ran out finally a little bit ago, and uh, myself. And uh, but I tend to drink pink lemonade the most. But I, I, I honestly, man, it's 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 when I switch up and go to a flavor. Oh, I love this so much. I just switch them up so I'm not drinking the same thing all the time. But like, I think if I had to pick one. I'd probably go with the pink lemonade. That was the original flavor that I did. And I've just, I always have loved pink lemonade. Just always have loved it. So, was there another good question? Uh, Not related question, but still important. What do you think about the modernization, which is causing uh, to men to become uh, simps and unresponsible? I think that comes down to, I think it depends on your upbringing and your family. And I know there's a lot of things changing in, in, our, our, in the world and in the way here. I know China, I just saw a thing at uh, CNN. There was something on a money. I was watching one of the money shows earlier. And, they, and then I had to turn it off. They got into some news. And they were talking about China, though. You know, China's cracking down on a lot of that stuff um, for fear that too many men are becoming uh, too feminine or whatnot. And, you know, I don't know, man. I, I The world's going to do what the world's going to do. I Why am I going to stress over something I have no control over? I think that uh, it is in the, we're, we're going to decide who, who are of our upbringing and in, in, in the environment that we're in. And I do believe that people are different. There's not everyone. I would think people would say that maybe I come off as a very deep, heavy voice and intimidating man and whatnot. And I don't, it's all of that though is through my upbringing and, and a lot of the readings and, and audiobooks I've listened to and self-development and, and whatnot. And just through going, coming up through who, through the wrestling training and, extremely tough training and, and finding myself and 
you know, it is people are going to be who they who they want to be at the end of the day with that. And that doesn't mean everyone's going to be like that, you know, but if, you know, if they're, I'm not, I'm not exactly completely filled in on everything going on uh, from a cultural perspective on, on, on everything going on in our society with in, in the school system, because I don't have kids. I have friends that do, and I see some of the stuff they post and the, some of the teachings where you, you just kind of scratch your head, you go, you know, I would think we would be better off teaching kids about the power of, of positivity and love uh, and and understanding money and, and finances to empower them uh, into their adult life. I think that and give them choices and options. Uh, but everything is is the power of being hungry and with our mindset and, and try to essentially work hard and be nice to people. Why that is not, and again, there's certain teachers that do probably try to implement that to a degree and in, in probably a very small amount. But I feel that would be better suited having kids understand that, you know, nutrition. I think that should be a staple from day one, every year in school with just nutrition education, things that are going to truly benefit them with, with essential, the things they need to learn in, as far as uh, in school, that's going to help benefit, benefit them into their adult livelihoods uh, and help them make better choices than not more often than not, um, you know, but is, is there's some stuff going on from a sexuality standpoint that is I don't fully understand, and I'm very like open to people and all people. I have friends of all sorts in this world, and I do believe that certain people are different than other people. With all of that, um, but is that something that needs to be forced onto kids, or you know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I think it, if you're a lot of stuff has to be taken care of uh, and with, with good parenting and teaching kids to be nice and respectful and open-minded. Um, but as well as, you know, I, I saw Ben Shapiro talking about something online the other day, how, you know, there, you can't say that male and female doesn't exist because it does exist. And we're, we're trying to, and, and then within that, there, there are other things, but there is male and there is female. And I saw like there's there's things that it just seems are being like, why is that the priority on the way? This seems like there's so many other bigger issues like, you know, agricultural farming and what we're doing to animals and destroying our planet and where our oceans are going to be completely destroyed by 2040 or 2050 in our life, lifetimes. And, you know, and with weather changing and, and droughts and water shortages, like we've got some pretty significant problems that like where we got to start making some changes. Like where, where does that fall on the scale of like, you know, but with everything with the social media and the, the artificial intelligence and getting kids hooked, it is, it, 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 I can't imagine being a kid and I would want it if I was a kid, we all would. So we can't, we can't like, as far as having phones or tablets and, but the, the imagine what we, I can only look back and, what I was exposed to when I was a kid was limited to whatever TV shows we were allowed to watch was, which was pretty limited. And I had good parenting on that. As far as we didn't, we had, we had a good childhood and we weren't like, we weren't like bad kids in that, in any way, or like we, we had a loving family, caring family with that. 
there's, I think a problem is we have a lot of families now that are not like that. A lot of, there's not a lot of, there's a lot of single parenting out there going on. A lot of parents are at home all the time, but kids are growing up with the technology in their hands and exposed to so much, right? With that. And it's, that scares me in the sense of addictions because of the receptors it triggers in the brain and, um, and depression and then the far and with the, the big pharmaceutical industry, how everything's kind of connected and doctors prescribing kids on medications at, like that aren't needed. And, and it's creating significant problems that as we continue to get older in the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years, those people are the majority now. And those people have, have bred. Right. And now like this, and this pattern has been going on for a while. So, and we're very, very heavily over reproduced as well. I do think I was talking to one of my other friends the other day about this. I think at some point we need to have a discussion on reproduction laws. And it is, it is something that, because if we just stopped and say we had strict reproduction laws that you had to meet a certain financial status in order to reproduce, or you had to have, there had to be, you had to be of a certain uh, IQ. You just, you had to, uh, had to just, certain test there is where there's there's rules on this even if those went into place tomorrow we're going to be dealing with these negative repercussions of what's gone on of like meth heads having kids and like this a, a huge amount of the population that has had horrible upbringings that have reproduced on their own and those mindsets that that's why you look at what's going on you're like how can we, it's, it's happening on they're all on social media a lot of them where you, how can somebody say that? And other people are like, yeah, that's normal. That's because they found each other. And it's, it's like the people that are truly genuinely normal of a certain intelligence are just like, you can't even, you can't argue with them. That's why I tell you guys, just block these people. But that those numbers have risen so fast and they're going to keep rising. And in, in that, we're going to see a lot of just craziness in our lifetimes with this and everything where we're, metaverse meta and, and where they want to go with everything. And I, that's why I tell you guys, this stuff is great. Use it to, to our advantage and, and control it and live in the real world as much as possible. Nothing in the virtual world will ever, ever, ever come close to amounting the real world. If you actually truly genuinely live in the real world, I promise you I've, I've seen both and I've done both and I still I do both. Nothing comes close to the real world with that. And uh, don't let them fool you because they're going to try to fool you. And they fooled a lot of people with that. Use it to our advantage. Take long breaks from it. Take breaks from it and live in the real world. Don't watch other people live their lives so much that you don't live your life. Because then that causes depression and anger and jealousy and resentment. Um, and which is why you see so many people acting the way that they do online. If those people were successful and happy and living their, their lives... They wouldn't have the energy to go spend, to try to attack people all day, right? And this is, there's kids that are now, they don't know anything else, but just that all the time. And it's, uh, and the pandemic certainly hasn't helped all of that, but um, there's definitely something going on in our society with, in, with what you said. Um, but you got to remember at the end of the day, there's always going to be manly men still. There's still going to be, right? There's, but, but those numbers are going to increase. And I think with that, maybe it could just be startling to see more feminine men uh, or 
however you want to word it with that um, overall. And people in general, more sensitive people in general, right? With that, so. We've got another super chat here. Let me, I don't want to miss this. Always appreciate the super chats, guys. We always pull those up. All right, you, Dowdy84, thank you very much. Hey, big guy, hope all is well. Glad to see you're doing good, my friend. Was wondering, was wondering other than plain water, do you think Propel is safe to drink? It says zero sugar, but never know of the sweeteners. Man, I haven't, I, when those, when I was younger, I had some Propels. If you could tell me the, I don't know, and you don't got to do a super chat to tell me uh, what the sweeteners are, but if it has aspartame or sucralose, or any other variations of that stuff, um, which I believe it does. It's trash. With that, I would stay away from it. You're 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 better off like regular water, my man. And uh, and if you wanted, I would get Zevias for like a diet soda with with stevia, something like that. Um, or even those Bay drinks, I think, or is it Bay? Um, those have stevia, I believe, in them. They might have erythritol too, which I'm not as big of a fan of, but it, it's far better still than, than the aspartame and sucralose. But at the end of the day, man, water, unsweet tea, buy those unsweet tea bottles. The longer you're away from those sweeteners, the better you're going to be. But, and I'm going to still tell you, if you drink a stevia, one, have one here and there, still drink as much water as possible with that stuff uh, to, to meet your, your hydration requirements. My opinion on that, and but stay away from the artificial sweeteners. More and more stuff is coming out. And I highly encourage all of you to follow, follow Russell Brand on here. Uh, a very intelligent man, very funny man. Uh, I always enjoyed him uh, from, from the things I'd seen him in acting. And uh, I believe he has, gives the best source of news uh, on, on whether it's TV, the internet, whatever you want to call it. I believe he's very fair and open-minded uh, and, and just gives information in a very, very good way. Did I miss a super chat? I believe I did. Let me see if I could. Uh, I got another one here. Let's see where that other super chat. There we go. Superito, thank you very much, buddy. What are your uh, top vegan places and healthy protein bars, shakes that actually taste good? Been trying to get back into jiu-jitsu wrestling, but my cardio has been awful. The wings you eat every now and then look amazing, LOL. Thank you very much, buddy. Um, so if, as far as like a protein, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure there are some vegan protein bars out there. I don't, I'm not too big on, on the protein bars and stuff. You know, what I will have, especially if I travel, I'll grab two or three of those Lenny's, uh, the protein cookies. Those things, the, the macadamia nut or the chocolate chip or the peanut butter or peanut butter chocolate chip, I think they got a birthday cake. They're all really, really good. They're all vegan and gluten-free. As far as, and again, that is, is, is not, I don't recommend that over having a good meal, you know. But in, in a situation where you can't get one or you're, you're tight on time, they can really, really come in handy. Uh, as far as the top, my top vegan places, you know, today I had Garden Grill. That's one of the best ones. Garden Grill in Vegas, Garden Grill, Modern Vegan, uh, No Fur Cafe, 
absolutely fantastic. Um, there's so many Chef Kenny's Veggie House, Violet's Vegan Cafe, uh, Amazing Thai is a great Thai vegan place here. There's uh, Planet um, Planet is it Planet? What's the Planet Pro Plant uh, Plant Plant Power? I was going to call it Plant. I was thinking Plant Planet. I was going to say Planet Fitness. Plant Fitness? No. Uh, plant Power. The vegan fast food place here in Vegas is is got some great vegan fast food and whatnot. But uh, I do my prior my vegan uh, high performance uh, performance meals here, and uh, you know I'll do the the uh, Gardein beef crumbles. I like the uh, macronutrient uh, profile on those. They're high protein, low fat, low carb. And then on the morning, I will usually do one and a half um, of the Beyond sausages with some of the beef crumbles. And then I'll do uh, a little bit more of the beef crumbles, one other meal with beans and rice um, later in the day usually. And then my last meals, like a lot of vegetables, all raw vegetables, tomatoes, beets, carrots, celery, uh, two or three servings of, of pistachios, uh, two or three organic pickle spheres, and uh, some hummus and guacamole, everything, and, and dip it in it. Um, and that'll be my last meal that like, I eat tonight with that. And uh, But, man, there's so many great protein foods. And being when you go vegan, you start eating a very diverse diet. And because you learn about – I think you become more understanding of what – each individual food brings to the table that where when, when we're not vegan, and this is at least in my experience, it was, well, what's the protein I'm eating? And then everything else comes secondary. I was more protein concerned than nutrient concerned. And that's because we've been lied to on the amount of protein we eat. We, and I still eat way more protein than I need. And I, and I'm just, I've come down on that. And I know I'm going to come down even more as time goes on because that's what I've, the people I've talked to and they go, it's just kind of a process and it, it, you do it kind of gradually and you're like, wait a second, I'm not like losing muscle weight. I actually look and feel better. And then it, it's, so it's, that is, is the, what I'm in right now. Where like, that's why my last meal, I, I go, oh, I don't need to eat 70 or 80 grams on this last meal. I'm getting like, like maybe like 20, 25 grams. And the, my other three meals are all usually closer to 90 to hundred grams. I go, I'm getting way more protein than I need here. So. Uh, there's, and there's so many good foods, man. And you just, you start having a diverse diet with all of that. Um, but if your cardio is suffering, man, what you got to do, uh, is you got to start doing something, whether it's burpees, jump rope, Stairmaster. I just clicked, got my gym clean today. Uh, I got to finish cleaning it. I op got a new spot where I'm going to put a Stairmaster here. And, uh, cause I'm going to be staying here. Uh, the, there's a bunch going on with the Vegas market on the houses, because the house I got, I had the highest offer twice, and they're not picking me because I got to sell my house if I was to go to this new house, and they're not picking people with a house contingency on selling their houses because they're having delays in the supplies, and there's a deal that they don't know of. Like if I my house was supposed to be done in March, um, and if I have to be out of my house in March, and then they're not done with the house until like June or July, now I'm homeless. I don't have a house, and I. I can't chance that with what's going on in the market. So I just said, yeah, I'm just going to do some upgrades on my place and stay here. If the market changes in a year, I'll, I'll take a look. My house is, is huge. I'm like, I'm not, I was going to a slightly bigger house with an extra space for a garage. I've got more than enough room here to do everything I want to do. And I've got my, 
sauna and uh i'm gonna buy i'm gonna do my vegetable garden i'm gonna do a huge walk-in shower in my bathroom so and i'm gonna do pavers on the front and back and do a, a significant upgrade um so that i the house goes up in value a little more if hopefully even though they said i was maxed out i'm just gonna do it and uh it's because i want to i want to like i got a couple palm trees coming tomorrow too and everything so with all of that but um the diet man you just the cardio is where i'm sorry where i was going uh, you got it. Like I got a stairmaster. I was saying, coming. You gotta, you gotta put some effort into improving that uh, daily if you can, in little increments. And, and you want to get better every week. And you can get in shape really quickly, man. If you do it baby steps, you know. And, and like I'll tell people, if you can only do twenty burpees, do twenty burpees, and you're completely spent. Right? Try to get, try to get like twenty-two tomorrow or twenty-five, or in a couple days, try to get twenty-five. And then a couple of days later, try to get 27 or 28, push yourself. Because what you're going to do is over time, you're going to be doing like 70 burpees. You're going to be like, whoa. And it, you're probably still going to feel like crap. Like, man, I, I should be able to do 100 if you're anything like me. <laughs> and uh, and but you look where how much better you are, right? And that's how you get better at stuff and baby steps. And that works on so many things and has helped me so much in life, man. If I can offer you any advice on that, that would be it. We've got another super chat here. Thank you guys for the super chats. Starbucks money pouring in tonight. I love Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Man, that guy was great. And Rocky movies, Sylvester Stallone. Feed me. Welcome back, buddy. Thank you. Who is your current favorite rising star in WWE? And what or who inspired you to start your own YouTube? Feed me more. Who's my favorite rising star in WWE? Man, I don't, I don't, I was a big, I liked Otis a lot as a baby face. Um, and now, and I haven't watched him as much uh, with the heel. I've seen some of it with it and whatnot, but I thought he really got hurt from the COVID happening and the crowds being taken out. Because the crowds were really, really into him, and he was starting to to get a little bit of momentum. I uh, I would like to to see that revisited at some point, um, maybe not soon, maybe after a nice little heel run, and see uh, what he what he can bring to the table in a, in a nice little babyface spot, and see if there's something there main event worthy with him. He's a very works very hard, big bodied, strong, strong guy, legitimate strong guy that you that 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 could be believable presented and like now in the right capacity i don't know i haven't seen some of the newer newer people um but braun breaker uh is somebody that obviously i think they're really spotlighting him a lot in that which i don't know is is knowing them and how they are with things I, I want to. I think he though has all the 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 tools um, from seeing him early on to do something uh, of significance uh, on the main roster if he gets cast into the right roles consistently with that. So that would be Braun would be my my top pick right now with that. Um, and then what what did I do? Who inspired me to start my own YouTube? Uh, that was looking at everything with marketing. And reading a lot of Gary uh, Vaynerchuk uh, books, and Gary, we follow each other. Gary's always been very good to me, um, and, and we don't. I've never talked outside of a couple messages, 
and um, but his stuff really, really resonates with me and is spoken to me, and it helped me get comfortable um, with stuff that I didn't really care to get comfortable with. And I realized having a business, I needed to be very transparent. And obviously, with a lot of the fake articles and negative things out there that was being pushed out from WWE with publications and, and people forming very strong, hateful opinions on me that weren't true, I thought it was good to start showing people who I was so that then people at least could make an educated decision on the ones that do follow me that maybe that if I didn't have that and they were to read that stuff, maybe they would have just started hating me and and not followed me on other things and whatnot. I thought it was a good way for me to connect with my fans um, and to show that, like, because I think if you watch somebody for enough period of time, you 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 get a feel for them, and you get in, you understand their personality, their sense of humor, their sarcasm, and then when you read something that is taken out of context, you go, "No, I was listening to that. I know that's not true." Whereas if I didn't have that, there would be a, a considerable considerate considerable portion of people that wouldn't have that to compare that to. And, and that was one of the things I go, just that's a way for me to be me and not because one of the problems with wrestling too is, and we see this is, and I honestly, and i learned from other wrestlers of the past who I feel still to this day, are they hold up to their, try to be their characters because they're afraid to show their real personality because wrestling fans oftentimes just think that the wrestler is just the wrestler and they can't do anything else. And they, 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 they are, they believe that is them in all facets of life, which is, couldn't be any further from the truth. And if you're in the business, you know that you're just like, it's ridiculous, but it it happens. And my thing was, I was like, I'm not letting that happen to me. I am Ryback. I'm the big guy Ryback and I'm going to be me all the way. And when I'm on TV and I'm doing something and I'm in a fight situation, I'm playing a role playing a character. I can do that and be as believable as I need to be. And I could still go and talk to people. I could be funny. I could share my personality. I could I could share real life stories. I could I could talk and help people and educate people on the health and fitness stuff that has helped me, on the supplement stuff and nutrition stuff that has helped me. And I don't got to talk like a tough guy all the time and be very intense and try to come across and scare people and make people think that I'm a big tough guy in every aspect of my life at all times, or that if I talk a certain way or joke a certain way, then I'm not a tough guy. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm so confident and have so much self-esteem and confidence. I love showing people that and giving people that example because I think it can help other wrestlers coming up to be comfortable just being themselves and that not letting that stop from whatever character you're playing and, and also not having the stress of trying to be uh, what other people think you are all the time, right? And that's where I think I'm, I'm so comfortable where YouTube has is, is really allowed me that so very good question great great thank you guys I appreciate you guys all the love and support, though. We've got things are going to be really, really cool moving forward here. 
with everything. But our IG stream has has shut down just a little bit ago here. We're going to wrap up. I got to go take the dogs out. I got to make my final meal. I got to do my scar tissue. And I got to look over some stuff uh, before I go to bed here tonight for Feed Me More Nutrition. Guys, check out Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. You can save 25% signing up for our email and text messages. All that is on the description. It'll be in the comments shortly thereafter. Uh, turn on notifications on here, please. They don't always go out to everybody on everything, but we're approaching 400,000 subscribers here on Ryback TV, and I greatly, greatly appreciate each and every one of you. I'm going to go ahead. we got one more super chat. Thank you, buddy. Let me... U.E84, thank you, buddy. Uh, thanks for the feedback on the super chat earlier. Love seeing the positivity you spread. Uh, it's contagious, and you have helped me personally. Thank you very much, buddy. That's what we do, and all of us have that power to do that, and, and it's what we need to use our platforms for. We're all human. We're all going to get angry. We're all going to get mad at things. We need to be positive more often than not, and, and it's you can be positive, and you can still have things you believe in and not put up with bullshit, and, and I say that from the sense of don't let people attack you or in the, that in real life in a way you know what i mean like stand up for ourselves and when we need to but but try to be as positive and loving uh because all this stuff is flexible and it's all about adapting and evolving and, and knowing when and where to use things right and all of it but a positive hungry mindset is going to help us in life more often than not like i said it's been a lot of learning and things that in, in when things are going on it, Tell yourself everything that happens is for my favor and benefit. And that puts me into a positive, okay, what's the positive? How would I move forward and not staying too stuck in the past? And we could acknowledge the past and recognize the past in current events and the situation we're in, but we gotta, we gotta, we gotta move forward. We can't stay stuck in that gear for too long. And and that's why I try to help people because I've had to overcome a lot of adversity, as all of us have. And I think it, when we share those stories and talk to each other about it, uh, it allows us to be to do great things uh, and help more people and help ourselves. And, uh, and it's a far better way to be than being hateful and negative and, and just overly critical of every little thing, right? Which we're all going to be human and, and want to do that at times. That's why I say when you see stuff you don't like, let's not look, just let's move on to stuff that we do like because it just it empowers us so much more and it opens us up to a, a world of, of, of endless possibilities when we can really, really, really go all out on that. So thank you very much for the kind words. And thank you all for listening to another episode of The Ryback Show. Feed me more nutrition, feedmemore.com. Stay hungry, my friends. Until next time, feed me more.